0: March 23rd, Luke chapter 5, verse 29, through chapter 6, verse 11. Soon, Levi held a banquet in his home with Jesus as the guest of honor. Many of Levi's fellow tax collectors and other guests were there. But the Pharisees and their teachers of religious law complained bitterly to Jesus' disciples, Why do you eat and drink with such scum? Jesus answered them, Healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. I have come to call sinners to turn from their sins, not to spend my time with those who think they are already good enough. The religious leaders complained that Jesus' disciples were feasting instead of fasting. John the Baptist's disciples always fast and pray, they declared. And so do the disciples of the Pharisees. Why are yours always feasting? Jesus asked, do wedding guests fast while celebrating with the groom? Some day he will be taken away from them, and then they will fast. Then Jesus gave them this illustration. No one tears a piece of cloth from a new garment and uses it to patch an old garment, for then the new garment would be torn, and the patch wouldn't even match the old garment. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. The new wine would burst the old skins, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. New wine must be put into new wine skins. But no one who drinks the old wine seems to want the fresh and the new. The old is better, they say. One Sabbath day, as Jesus was walking through some grain fields, his disciples broke off heads of wheat, rubbed off the husks in their hands, and ate the grains. BUT SOME PHARISEES SAID, YOU SHOULDN'T BE DOING THAT. IT'S AGAINST THE LAW TO WORK BY HARVESTING GRAIN ON THE SABBATH. JESUS REPLIED, HAVEN'T YOU EVER READ IN THE SCRIPTURES WHAT KING DAVID DID WHEN HE AND HIS COMPANIONS WERE HUNGRY? HE WENT INTO THE HOUSE OF GOD, Ate THE SPECIAL BREAD RESERVED FOR THE PRIESTS ALONE, AND THEN GAVE SOME TO HIS FRIENDS. THAT WAS BREAKING THE LAW, TOO. JESUS ADDED, I, THE SON OF MAN and master even of the Sabbath. On another Sabbath day, a man with a deformed right hand was in the synagogue while Jesus was teaching. The teachers of religious law and the Pharisees watched closely to see whether Jesus would heal the man on the Sabbath, because they were eager to find some legal charge to bring against him. But Jesus knew their thoughts. He said to the man with the deformed hand, Come and stand here, where everyone can see. So the man came forward. Then Jesus said to his critics, I have a question for you. Is it legal to do good deeds on the Sabbath, or is it a day for doing harm? Is this a day to save life or to destroy it? He looked around them one by one and then said to the man, Reach out your hand. The man reached out his hand and it became normal again. At this, the enemies of Jesus were wild with rage and began to discuss what to do with him.
1: You will never see the greatness of the majesty of God. You'll never see the fullness of the triumph of Christ. You'll never know what the glory of the Christian life is all about. If you have simply reduced evil to commandment-breaking... And good to commandment keeping. You didn't even. It's not the essence. It's all result. It's all overflow. It's all fruit from this foul fountain of preferring anything to God. Let's think of it this way. I want, to, I want you to get this. Obedience to God's commandments, delight in God's character. You got those two? Obedience to God's commandments and delight in God, God's character. Which of these is more essential? Which of these is at the root of the other? God turned the delight in his character into a commandment. Psalm 37.4 Delight yourself in the Lord. So now you got a commandment to feel this. God doesn't take neutral things or bad things and make them good by turning them into commandments. <laughs> by his very nature and his supreme beauty and his supreme worth, it is right to delight in him above all things and that's why it is a commandment. God doesn't take random neutral or bad things and say, oh, I think I'll make this one good and then just create a commandment for it and we're all into this external stuff. I've got to keep the commandments so that must be good. You don't even know what good is, if that's the way you think about morality. Same thing with evil. Disobeying God and preferring other things to God, which is more basic, which is more ultimate. Well, God took preferring preferring other things to him and he made it a commandment you shall not have any other gods before me you must treasure me above everybody love me above everybody jesus said the same thing He who loves mother or father more than me is not worthy of me. He who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. It's a command. You must delight in God. You must delight in Jesus. Enjoy Jesus. Be satisfied in Jesus more than you delight in anything. That's a command. Now, I ask you, did God turn the evil of preferring other things to himself. Did he he turn that evil into evil by making it a commandment? No, it was evil. Before there was any commandment anywhere in the universe of any kind, it was evil to prefer anything to God. just happens now to be in the Bible, for our help, that it's forbidden. But if you don't, you don't get behind commandments to reality. So, no, disobedience or law breaking is not the ultimate essence of evil. Paul put it like this Romans chapter 3, verse 20. Through the law comes the knowledge of sin. So, the law doesn't make sin, sin. It's there. In you, in me, it's in our, our desires. I want other things more than God. I enjoy other people more than God. That's the ultimate essence of evil. It gives rise to everything.
0: Psalm 66, verses 1 through 20. Come and praise. He invites the whole world to praise the Lord because God loves the world and sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. When you know Jesus as your Savior, you have something to sing about. But do not do it alone. Share the praise. Come and see. This brief review of Israel's history mentions the Exodus, the conquest of Canaan, and the nation's times of trial. When you go through testing in the will of God, keep in mind that the same God who brings you in will see you through and make you better for having been in the furnace. We're invited here in Psalm 66 to come and sacrifice. Have you ever made promises to God when you've been in the furnace of suffering? Did you keep those promises? When the test was over, did you praise God for what you learned? and we're invited to come in here. David wanted to tell others that God answers prayer. Worship should lead to witness to the glory of God. The Lord and David say, come. Psalm chapter 66, verses 1 through 20. For the choir director. A song. A song. Shout joyful praises to God, all the earth. Sing about the glory of His name. Tell the world how glorious He is. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. Your enemies cringe before your mighty power. Everything on earth will worship you. They will sing your praises, shouting your name in glorious songs. Come and see what our God has done, what awesome miracles He does for His people. He made a dry path through the Red Sea and his people went across on foot. Come, let us rejoice in who he is, for by his great power he rules forever. He watches every movement of the nations. Let no rebel rise in defiance. Let the whole world bless our God and sing aloud his praises. Our lives are in his hands, and he keeps our feet from stumbling. You have tested us, O God. You have purified us like silver melted in a crucible. You captured us in your net and laid the burden of slavery on our backs. You sent troops to ride across our broken bodies. We went through fire and flood, but you brought us to a place of great abundance. Now I come to your temple with burnt offerings to fulfill the vows I made to you, yes, the sacred vows you heard me make when I was in deep trouble. That is why I am sacrificing burnt offerings to you, the best of my rams, as a pleasing aroma, and I will sacrifice bulls and goats. Come and listen, all you who fear God, and I will tell you what He did for me. For I cried out to Him for help, praising Him as I spoke. If I had not confessed the sin in my heart, My Lord would not have listened. But God did listen. He paid attention to my prayer. Praise God who did not ignore my prayer and did not withdraw his unfailing love from me. Proverbs chapter 11 verses 24 through 26. It is possible to give freely and become more wealthy, but those who are stingy will lose everything. The generous prosper and are satisfied. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. People curse those who hold their grain for higher prices, but they bless the one who sells to them in their time of need.